0: activate. Continued from the previous episode. You know, OpenAI recently launched this residency program, which is paying almost a quarter of a million dollars as annual salary. You know? Yeah. Sam Altman, yeah, the the CEO, right? He called this program an excellent way for people who are curious, passionate and skilled to sharpen their focus on AI and machine learning. And to help OpenAI, of course, invent a future, he said. And uh, this residency program is ideal for researchers specializing in fields outside of deep learning, you know, fields like mathematics, physics, or neuroscience. You know, Um, also talented engineers as well who seek to transition into full-time research-based positions in the field of AI will definitely find this uh, Residency program invaluable. And um, my understanding is that during the six months program, residents um, will be expected to leverage their existing experience to work on real world AI problems with open AI research teams, you know, while receiving, of course, full salary for their contribution. And yes, uh, the program I got to understand is located. At the headquarters of OpenAI, so so that's San Francisco, California. Uh but, but guess what? OpenAI is committed, or so they say, to providing sponsorship as well as immigration support, you know, tailored to the individual circumstances of each applicant. So yeah, something there for our listeners uh, to, to put on their radar, you know. residencies uh, residency that's fully paid. Uh yeah. Immigration relocation plans all covered. I, I'm sure um, any anybody who's been waiting to jump on this uh, bandwagon, this is this would probably be a good time to do that.
1: Yeah, it's an amazing opportunity. You know, OpenAI has been in the news quite often the past couple of weeks. Um, kind of speaking about OpenAI, I, I kind of wanted to backpedal for a second and really kind of talk about you know, the AI hardware hustle, so to speak, real quick for our listeners. Uh, What's that?
0: The AI hardware hustle?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so I know that we've been talking a lot about um, AI from a, you know, software perspective here, uh, if you will. But what I wanted to kind of touch about is, you know, these AI pioneers are increasingly scrambling to produce their own AI chips as the increased demand caused by the rise of generative AI impacts the availability and the cost of GPUs. Now NVIDIA has a near monopoly on all the GPU market with about 80% of the market share, which enables them to avoid cost and supply shortages and hold massive leverage over other market players for now. Now this is where OpenAI comes in. You know, their CEO Sam Altman is reportedly prioritizing diversifying suppliers and possibly even acquiring a chip farm. So that's very interesting. Oh. Very that's yeah, that's a very big play in my book. And you know, Microsoft is actually planning to launch its own data center server AI chip to reduce reliance on Nvidia. You know, Google, Meta, and Amazon have also taken steps toward proprietary AI chips to mitigate this dependency and to also tailor hardware to their specific needs. So, you know, this comes as the EU is examining alleged anti-competitive practices and NVIDIA's key role in AI chips. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and it's it's also price policy, too. I mean, the shortage of chips and its impact on prices. So, you know, Newton, this all means this trend of companies seeking to build their own supply chains and foster technological self-sufficiency is likely to continue. And it's also great news for rival chip makers like Intel and AMD and for startups like Cerebris, Graphcore, Grok, Light Matter, and many more. So it's also creating new models such as that of Lambda Labs, which competes with AWS by renting out NVIDIA chip servers, you know. So mm. to me, the most exciting chip technology or startup that I've seen so far, you know, is, has got to be, you know, Lambda Labs. you know, the data center of the past, which was largely CPUs for file retrieval is going to be in the future generative data. Which is what I'm thinking, Newton. You know, and you know something else. I just kind of, I just wanted to close that point out with Newton. Is uh, I saw that speaking of Nvidia, they actually canceled their Israel AI summit over safety concerns, which I kind of uh, was expected, but just, just like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting to see kind of how some of these things are having to be canceled due to safety concerns. You know.
0: Yeah, alas, it's quite a lot I could say. Regarding these hustlers, but um, I'm thinking we, we we're probably going to need an episode dedicated specifically for this. We could call that, you know, Battle of the AI Hustlers. Elias. <laughs> AI Hardware oh, yeah. Hustlers. Oh
1: yeah,
0: I've seen recently in the news, and I just don't want to digress at this point. But quite a lot of uh, the big names they're they, they kind of bent on building their own, you know, hardware infrastructure from the ground up as well. Amazon as well is on that track. I think it's only a matter of time when people would stop looking up to um, NVIDIA. And, uh, and there's also a lot of money flowing into this, billions of dollars being invested. So um, uh, I'm I'm not surprised. But also on the topic regarding the environment. Alas, I don't know if you've heard, but um, word on the street is that AI is getting better at um hurricane forecasting. Hmm. You know, yeah, you know, the recent uh, hurricane which struck land reaching Nova Scotia in mid September, um, Hurricane Lee, I think it was called, that hurricane was accurately predicted by artificial intelligence. And this this never happened uh, previously, at least not, not in this manner, you know. So, in the grand scheme of things, this is a win for AI and the world. You know, I had told you that maybe AI would come around and um and become the environmentalist we all needed but didn't know we did you know uh and regarding this hurricane uh, how exactly does this work so you you know conventional ai weather models are all made up of equations which describe the complex dynamics of the earth's atmosphere typically real time observations of factors such as temperature wind, and humidity, are captured and fed into the AI models. And in return, these AI models, these AI weather models, spill out predictions of what will likely happen next with the weather. You know, Over the decades, uh, and with support from recent advancements in artificial intelligence, of course, these models have only gotten uh, uh, more accurate. And this recent uh, incident with the Hurricane Lee has got these scientists and researchers all jubilating, you know. And um, with this rekindled faith in AI, uh, I I personally, I can see a near future where AI will comfortably take over all weather forecasting. You know, imagine, just, just imagine for a second the number of lives that can be saved when we have all storms, you know, all tsunamis, all hurricanes pinned down to their exact locations and times of impact. You know, wow. Uh, I, I would say that's something green and positive to look forward to with artificial intelligence.
1: Yeah, no, Newton. That's uh, mind blowing. I, I really hadn't realized how far into weather forecasting AI uh, had gotten. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I mean forecasting, data analytics, uh, data analysis, all of these things. I mean, it's, it's the perfect marriage for, you know, AI. So I'm very curious to take a pause after uh, we get off and I'm going to go research this a little bit more because I'm very curious to see kind of how else is being applied within that field. You know, um, it kind of makes me stop and think how AI can be applied for, um astronomy as well. You know, no. how AI can help us see further into the universe than we've ever seen before or how, you know, because we all, we all look at AI right now as problem solving for convenience, for customer service solutions, right? How to make our daily mm-hmm. lives easier. And, I don't think that many of us, even myself, like I just said, take pause to really ponder, to really think where else AI could really help out. Imagine how AI can be applied for mathematics, physics, theoretical physics. Mm. You know, can an AI solve the rest of the seven millennial problems? You know, I think, you know, two have been solved so far. I mean, what happens when AI start, when it's able to start solving theoretical physics problems that haven't been yet, you know, solved? I mean, the unification of string theory, for example, you know, like what happens if we have an AI that's trained on, you know, Stephen Hawking or, you know, Albert Einstein? I mean, these kinds of things. It's something exciting. I'm like, even now, just thinking like, wow, like what happens when we really go to quantum neural networks? Because that's where we are going for our listeners out there right now is, I know the you know past couple of years, everybody's been talking blockchain. Now everybody's talking AI. Well, get ready because the next big, Buzzword is going to be quantum. So get ready to put quantum into your vocabulary. So it's all going to be quantum AI on the blockchain or, you know, say something to that fashion or whatever. But Google's quantum computer, I mean, that's something to behold. And then they actually have their, I think, no, IBM, I'm sorry, has their quantum neural networks that they're deploying for enterprise. So what's AI going to look like when it's able to have access to the computing power on quantum scales that are doing five to 10 qubits of, of, of information? I mean, that's, it's unfathomable Yeah, to scary, really, but no Newton. I'm just, I'm excited to see how, I think once we get over this hump of me, 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 how can AI help me? And make my life easier we're going to start realizing mm. that it's a more holistic approach that can be taken now it can be more of a macro lens that can be looked through of how we can solve real world global problems like you're just saying you know global warming climate change those kinds of mm. things you know pollution how can we be more efficient with recycling you know so Not to get way too off topic, but something that just kind of always gets brought back to my mind. I don't know how it is across the pond for you, but here in the 80s, in the US, there's this big, maybe the 70s going into the 80s, but there's a big push for recycling and recycling campaigns. And really today, recycling is just a big farce, especially in the United States for for our listeners, meaning that... When you have your 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 garbage bins and your recycling bins and you're thinking that you're separating your plastics and your papers and this kind of things, well, people don't realize that there are different kinds of plastics. There are different kinds of papers that have – they're recyclable materials, really. And what people mm-hmm. don't realize is they can't sort most of that stuff. So if any of it is mixed in, it just gets – put into a landfill, right? And there's just not the resources to to sort most of this, meaning money and labor. So what happens when we introduce AI into the automation Mm. of recycling, what happens when we start having AI to make our energy clean and give us some of these solutions? So, What's the global landscape going to look like in five, 10 years? You know, I was even just, um, I was just reading not too long ago how Amazon, for example, is right now even toying with, um, you know, not just Amazon, but also NVIDIA and Foxconn, AI factories, you know, um, enhancing, you know, autonomous vehicles and other AI tech within their own factory, mm. for example. You know, so, I mean, it's it's very interesting stuff, Newton, when you really take a pause and think about it, of how, not just for ourselves, but how from a holistic standpoint and view, how AI is really going to help things out.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. And you brought up some very interesting points there. Uh, to that point on recycling, alas, same thing over here as well. You know, I I call it the recycling craze. Here in the UK, they're they're quite strict with that. You know, just three weeks ago, couldn't get the bin to be picked up by, you know, the van that comes around once a week. Reason being, they said, you know, there were some items in the green bin that that weren't um, recyclable, you know. And regarding the green bin itself, I had sorted the contents at least three different times. You know, putting the plastics in the visible at the very top, uh, they still wouldn't pick it up. And you also raised the point about um quantum computers, right? Oh yeah. And um not to digress too much, but we had always feared to some extent that the internet would be destroyed. Remember? Quantum computer hair. was coming in as the biggest threat to data encryption technologies, right? To some extent it's expected to be the Armageddon of, of of the secure internet as we know it, right? Everything is threatened. VPN tunnels, all of that good stuff. What we failed to understand was we already have the chatbots doing that. The chatbots have destroyed the internet already. You know, we we have this is internet 2.0, it's no longer the internet we had before. 80% of the content right now is being generated by artificial intelligence, which in all fairness has more episodes of hallucinations than not, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, no, Newton, it's uh, going to be an exciting time moving forward. Like I said, with uh, quantum neural networks, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens when we unleash AIs on them. So I guess I either uh, I got to have my uh, doom day go bag prepped and ready to go just in case, you know, Skynet happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's wild. I'm just gonna you know just, just stay just just stay cautiously prepared.
0: <laughs> you know that reminds me for all our avid AI enthusiasts um, listening to us right now, um, uh, if you're looking to build on your AI skills and you know stay ahead of the curve, there is this um this AI related event coming up this October 26th that you certainly wouldn't want to miss. You know, it is Nodes23. So that's N-O-D-E-S 2023. Nodes23 will be a free 24-hour online conference for AI enthusiasts, developers, data scientists, architects, and data analysts across the globe. You know, so whether you're a beginner or an expert in your field, this is the one event where you know, you can go and you know, network with like minds while at the same time gaining some invaluable AI knowledge. You know? And you are bound to find some fresh ideas and inspiration when you hear about you know, faster and smarter ways to build machine learning and large language models. And they would also discuss, uh, there will be sessions as well on you know, graph neural networks, data ethics, and loads more. You know, so yeah, uh, be sure to, I mean, if this is up your alley, be sure to go check it out. Um, you can simply head over to their main website, which is neo4j.com. So that's N-E-O-4-J, the letter J, dot com. Uh, and no, um, we are not being sponsored to share this message. Uh, I'm only sharing this with <laughs> with our listeners because I myself, I registered and it only takes two minutes to register. So, yeah, it'd be great to meet some of you on that event so we could all learn and and, and progress together, you know? Yeah. And on that note, we come to the end of today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for your continued support. And we can't wait to spend time with you once again on next week's episode. In the interim, you can... um, As usual, continue to hear from us via our social media channels. That will be Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and what have you. And with that being said, Elias?
1: Yeah, thank you, Newton. It was an amazing uh, episode this week. Uh, Definitely had a lot of interesting talking points, and uh, I even learned a couple of things. So to our listeners, thank you always for joining us and listening. If you'd like to hear us talk about any specific topics, make sure to you know reach out to us, follow us on our social. But until next time, get some rest. We'll see you next week. And Newton, talk to you next week, buddy.
0: Yeah Cheers. AI Nexus.